When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Now, it's only the second day of March, so it might be a little early to think about the race for the cure. The Susan G. Komen race for the cure. But, oh, it's uh, not, Donnie. It's not, well, I was just going to say that. Uh, early bird pricing for the Lori and Julia team at the uh, race for the cure is now available. You uh, can sign up. For uh, my talks, Team LoJ, you at uh, mytalk1071.com. Use the keyword race, and uh, of course, it'll be on Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Yes, out there. So, regis- pre-registration is open Bad. now. Fabulous. 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 Okay, so Paulina Poroskova uh, was on CBS Sunday morning. She was interviewed by Anthony Mason, and I love him. I do too. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sat down and gave an interview because. Uh, she, of course, was married to Rick Ocasek for 28 years, and she really, it was a tell-all interview. And during, He's the lead singer of the Cars. Cars, yeah. And during the segment, she talked about feeling betrayed by her husband, basically, of 30 years after he died last year because he cut her out of the will yes. and had something nasty to say yes. also. So uh, but first here, let's- here's her story. Poriskova was just 17 when she made her first appearance in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue of 1983. That was about as big as you could get then. You know, and I didn't know. I thought it was a catalog for sportswear. (laughs) (laughs) Once the issue came out, however, I got the significance of it pretty quickly. She made the cover the next year and the year after. In the 1980s, I was exotic because I was from an Eastern European country and I had this story. I was a refugee. And so it sort of catapulted me into the big time. Indeed I'll say. It did. She mm-hmm. was like the biggest models, model of the 80s. Let's just continue kind of her, her background. Story. Like yeah. I, I didn't really You're know right. that much about right. her. Poriskova was born in Czechoslovakia. After the Soviet-led invasion in 1968, her parents fled to Sweden. Paulina, then three, was left behind in her grandmother's care. Oh it was nearly seven years before she was reunited with her parents. At 15, she moved to Paris to pursue a modeling career. In some way, I still think I'm waiting to be found an imposter. <laughs> Even after though, all this time? After all this time. Why is that? 
I always like to say about myself, I'm a, a woman of very high ego, but zero self-esteem. Um, my parents left me when I was little. Yeah. They left because they were escaping the communist regime. But I think being left, that sort of just stuck with me forever, that I'm really not that great. And as soon as you find out how not great I am, you will also leave me. Is that terrible? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, high ego, low self-esteem. I mean... I didn't realize that part of her story that, you know, her parents left. I mean, that that's that's that's, that's tough. rough. Yeah, that's yeah. really tough. And then she was cast to be in a Cars video, which yes. is how she meet Rick Ocasek. But the covers kept coming. And in 1984, she was also asked to audition for a music video. And I got the part, which was of the girl yeah. in the video uh, for a band called The Cars. That ended up being a pretty big deal. That ended up being the rest of my life, yeah. I met my husband, and it was pretty much love at first sight. The car's frontman, Rick Okasik, was also of Czech descent. He was 40. She was 19. What about the age difference? I loved that security of, of having a mate that was older and wiser. Rejection and loneliness were such traumatic specters in my life. And being with a man who possessed me, who fully possessed me, uh, was really comforting. Okay, and he, his first marriage, he was married um, for seven years and he married... Paulina, the same year that he got divorced from his first wife, and she listed the cause as gross neglect and cruelty. So maybe there was an overlap. Right, right. Uh, and then they had two sons together, and those two sons also were cut out of the yes, will. Yes, so and then his first two sons were cut out, and then Paulina, his second wife. And mm-hmm. then they had the two sons together. Yes. Um, and then she talks a little bit about being a model and aging and not using Botox or using Botox. Danny? I don't know where he went. Is he not here? Serious? Uh, yeah. He must have uh, maybe... He's he... trying to figure a few things out. Is he? Can okay. you play the next... You know, I don't... I think All that right. is the concern oh, that... Okay, well, she just <laughs> talked okay. about that she yeah. kind of didn't really use... She used to think, oh, why do people do that? And then right. I hear I am this model and... And she put out a photo of herself completely, like, on Instagram, maybe about six weeks ago. This is really what I look like. Her hair had grown out, so she had gray right. growing in her part. And she said, this is really what I look like. And I've never done any of the... I mean, she looks amazing. And yeah, she, she's, she's never beautiful. done anything and never understood why people were. And she talked about, you know, women over 50 being in this empty spot of la-la land in that J-Lo. The de- dead zone. You either dead look zone. like J-Lo yep. or you're Betty White or right. something like... Something, yep. something to that effect. Um, and then when she said... Um, before we get to the cut where she talks about being cut out of the will, she said, you know, when you are married, I felt like in our marriage, it had gotten to the point because he was 75 right. to her 54. Yep. And she said, I was the only one who was interested in being married. Mm-hmm. And I took that to mean that sex had stopped. Yep. It was hard to be married, like you said, when the only one who was doing anything in the marriage. And you took it to be that. I just took it to be like he wasn't interested in anything anymore. 
Which but, means sex. Okay, so and, I thought that was... I love how you... <laughs> our minds work so differently. Because but she's yeah, been with him her whole, whole life. life. She, she was 19 and... And, and it was, you know, and she she had made six million dollars a year for years because she was the highest paid model for Estee Lauder when they first started paying people the big bucks, and all that was contributed to the family funds. Well, she made a the lot of money, of, a lot of money, and like it was, bought the townhouse right. that they have yes. in the West Village or wherever the heck they live. Do you have the, the cuts? What are we What are we going to start with? Uh, did you already do the no fillers, no Botox? No, let's do that. Oh, one. I right. did the, okay, I just wanted to double check. Uh, Okay. Nearly 55, she says the modeling shoots are much rarer. I did one of my, look at me, this is my face without makeup, and I've never used Botox or fillers. And this job that I was up for went, oh, well, we can't use you then. How do you feel about that stuff? I used to be kind of judgmental about it. I used to go, oh, you know, I can't believe that everybody's injecting themselves and changing the way they look. And now I think, no, you know what? It's really freaking hard to be a woman. And it's really freaking hard to be a woman over 50 because we get, we really get dismissed from the table. We have like a weird sort of period between your J-Lo looking fabulous and then Betty White. And there's kind of like a dead zone between the two. So I'm trying to fill that dead zone. (laughs) And she Instagrammed Mm -hmm. afterwards, you know, how exhausted she was after doing that interview. And they did do it at her home. But that Anthony Mason and the CBS Sunday Morning crew were the right was the right place for her to to share her story story. Story, because imagine how humiliating it feels to her, which might be the next cut. They'd begun divorce proceedings when Okasik died suddenly. But the real shock came when Poriskova, who says she put all of her modeling earnings into the marriage, learned she'd been cut out of her husband's will, along with two of his children from an earlier marriage. It's made the grieving process really, really tricky because I would love to just be able to be sad and miss him Mm -hmm. and not also feel this incredible hurt at his betrayal. You feel betrayed? Oh, yeah, I feel betrayed. I sure do. Do you have any sense of why he would have gotten to that point? So you're not going to get an answer to that question? I'm never going to get an answer. But that sucks. Can you imagine? Because she took care of him. They were separated but living in the same townhome. And he'd had heart surgery or something. And um, That's really a poignant point, though, Lori. Like, you can't grieve because you're pissed off, too, at the same time. And how hard that would be. Because he said something in his will. That she betrayed him. That she abandoned him and didn't love him. Right. Um, And it was like he got the bitter last word in. Mm Mm-hmm. So and accused her of having an affair, I believe, was part of it at the time. And maybe, maybe he had like some kind of cognitive impairment. You know, you hear about that where people just imagine things and make it up and don't know truth from reality. You see it all the time. But people always thought they were the oddest couple, yet they were together forever and ever. But he did abandon and leave his first wife and his two sons, chop chop, wiki wiki, for For Paulina. You know, so she does have that in common with the other wife. Sure. Being abandoned by yeah. Rick Ocasek. But it was really it, it was it was it was good. And she's always been um 
you know, I've always really liked her. She seems very real. Yeah. Remember yeah. we re- read her book and she was yes, on our show. She was on our show. I she knew was? she was yes. on our show. Now I that forgotten that. Lori, you're yes. right. You're right. She, yeah. She, she was lovely. She was really yeah. super nice. And it was, uh, I guess, kind of, or must have been her memoir. But that was quite like at least 10 years yeah. ago. Well, she's stunning in my eyes. Oh, well, absolutely. It, absolutely. But I, I just thought it was. She talked about some really real things that, um, I mean, and and some of the comments, I mean, the comments all over the place was she married her dad because she didn't have one. I mean, that's what people would assume when you marry a 40 year old man. And she said she loved the security because she had never had it that the love was pretty rotten that he turns on her after all those years together in the last year. Yeah, I mean, and and I don't think it's the money; it's the fact that he left her the last word that you abandoned me, right? And, that you stink. Yeah, somehow trying to make it her isn't seem a lot like of money. I think it was only five million. Yeah, so I don't think yeah. it's I don't think it's that. I mean, it's she the just principle. yeah, she stood stood by him and. And that would hurt. And maybe mm-hmm. she was a 54 year old woman who wasn't done with intimacy and her 75 year old husband, for whatever reason, well, he had heart issues yeah, and some other things, but right. wasn't interested. Right. And, so anyway, I thought it was moving. It was very. Yeah. Good. All right. Listen, let's see what we're going to move on to with Holly and the Dirt Alert. That's coming up next. Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. Holly, what do you have? There's so many, so many stories we haven't yes. gotten to today, and there's I know there's a, a lot couple of going juicy on. Ones. Well, let's talk about one of the big stories of today, and that is the show Judge Judy is coming to an end after a quarter century on the air, twenty five seasons. A lot of people not happy about oh. this. this. Is a huge show. She's like the highest. Did she paid... announces today. Well, she announced it on Ellen. Okay, yep. last. Yeah, today. Today. And uh, to your point, Julia, Judge Judy is the highest paid personality on television. She earns $47 million per year. Wow. Doing Judge Judy. That contract she signed back in 2015 with CBS. But it seems there's a little more to the story than we were led to believe. Now, Judge Judy, when she was on Ellen, she announced that she's developing a new show called Judy Justice. And she didn't really give us a lot of details about that, other than the fact she's not retiring, so to speak. She's just moving on from the show, Judge Judy. From CBS. I think it's a CBS thing. 100% Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. She's stepping away from that contract. And a big reason that TMZ is reporting why Judge Judy is leaving it, it has to do with her war with CBS. How convenient. So sources familiar with the situation tell TMZ that Judge Judy and CBS have been feuding for quite some time. It largely has to do with Les Moonves no longer working at CBS. A new regime has taken over. And apparently the new regime is uh, not seeing eye to eye. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I with Judge Judy on a lot of things that she and Les were square on, specifically TMZ being told that Judy was being shut down left and right on possible new shows she developed which was something that she wanted to do and something that she and Les Moonves were discussing uh, with some uh, volume and mm. that she was able to do that under her contract with God. Les Moonves. He doesn't want to retire. Exactly. No. Oh, wow. Exactly. Exactly. Now, Judge Judy sold her Judge Judy library for $95 million. Can you believe that? She's already producing a show called Hot Bench, and she was developing other projects as well under CBS, like the court drama Her Honor, which was based off of her life, kind of like how Dr. Phil did with the show Bull on CBS. Yeah, Yeah, a fictionalized version of his life before he became Dr. Phil. So no new development deals have been uh, happening with CBS. crazy to let her go? They're crazy. I I don't know. They bought the, the files, so they have two more years of programming. Isn't CBS the one who bought The Volt? The Vault. The Vault, yes. They yes. bought Otherwise, the Vault of Judge the Judy vault. shows. The Vault. <laughs> the Vault you know, or The Vault. Whatever. Or The Vault or The you Vault. You know what I mean. Yes. My um, Minnesota accent. <laughs> uh, so, Judge Judy is working on that show, Judy Justice, which is not going to be airing on CBS. Love it's not going to be name. produced by CBS. So, she's moving on. She's taking her bags and she's right. leaving elsewhere. No word on where that show's going to end up. It'll be interesting whether it gets syndicated like Judge Judy is now or will go on a streaming service. Mm-hmm. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. That's true. For Judge Judy. It would be interesting to hear, you know, the law, a, a judge, a female judge's perspective. I don't know that we have any of those shows out there. I just can't understand why CBS would get would get rid of Judge Judy when she's like a proven be, popular thing. Yeah. They don't want to pay her that much money. That's a ton of do-re-me is yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. 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 She's worth a lot of money. She's asking for a lot of yeah. money and she gets a lot of money. So sure. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, a company that's losing a little bit of money at the box office is 20th Century, used to be 20th Century Fox, now owned by Disney. Apparently, Harrison Ford's movie, The Call of the Wild, is on track to lose about $50 million at the box office. Mm-hmm. Nobody is going to see this movie. Well, not nobody, but not mm-hmm. enough to make a profit. It's made $45 million in the United States, $79 million globally. They spent about, oh, around 250 to $275 million making the movie, marketing the movie. CGI in the movie. CGI in the movie of the dog. And there's old uh, Invisible Man made for $7 million just kicking ass That's how you get it done. The Invisible Man was produced by Bloomhouse Productions. They do all of these low-budget, scary genre movies, and they make a lot of money doing it. Because if you just tell a story and you tell it well... Well, You don't need all the mm goo-gaga stuff around it, the flashes and the light bulbs. Exactly. You guys... William Shatner says he's done playing Captain Kirk. I know you're going to be really I thought he was done. years ago. Yeah, well, he was. He was done back in 1994, but he did put it out there last year that in this new Star Trek show, Picard, he'd be maybe interested in playing Captain Kirk again. He was just throwing it out there yeah. for you. But he tweeted today, I think Kirk's story is pretty well played out at this they point. They didn't have, they wouldn't write him in. Oh, oh. They wouldn't write they him wouldn't in. They wouldn't write him in. You know I what think... that is. They just wouldn't write him in. They're like, dude, nobody's going to recognize you. Nobody's going to recognize yeah. you, know who you are. Too much storytelling. We're focused on the future. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
like I just said, the last time that William Shatner played Captain Kirk was back in 1994. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a hot second. It's been almost, it's been more than 25 years. Yeah. That was in the movie Generations. Uh, Gossip Girl, we've got a little casting news concerning the upcoming Gossip Girl update. Now, we've got a lot of young talent in here. If any of these names familiar to you, Whitney Peak, Eli Brown. We've also got Emily Allen Lind. And Kristen Bell is going to reprise her role. Oh, as the, the voice. Yeah. As the narrator. Yeah. And the voice of Gossip Girl. Now, this is going to be happening on HBO Max they gave a straight to series order on this new Gossip Girl last year, and it's going to pick up eight years after the original series ended. So I like it. I just wonder about? how much HBO Max is going to come, and if you get a discount for being a longtime HBO yeah, subscriber, exactly. please. It's yeah. just yet <laughs> another thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're banking on those people subscribing for Friends. That's for sure. I mean, I'll still get HBO. HBO Max. Why do you have to, to subscribe seen. to for that for friends? That doesn't seem like a strong enough draw when you can No, see there's friends. more. They have a couple programs that oh. they've talked about. One of them is the one, the airplane pilot. The oh. airplane oh, you know, the flight the, attendant. The flight attendant, which is a book we read and we're having him on for his next book. That's on that. Yeah. HBO Max. And Kaylee Cuoco is starring in the yes, TV she is. show. So there's a lot of stuff on HBO Max, but the big thing, a lot of it, it it is friends because that's what people watch. They don't watch the new stuff. They just watch their old favorites again yeah. and again and All again. Right. Do you think Quibi's going to take off? Ooh. I'm, I'm Hi, uh, I don't know. Who wants to watch a TV that, show in 10 minutes? Well, I mean it's like super short attention span TV. It's like can isn't that I what YouTube see, is for? Yeah, yes, but I see so many people watching movies and stuff on their iPhones. Well, that lately. doesn't matter, yeah. but 10 minute snippets of TV, isn't that YouTube? Yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. just asking the question. Yeah. It's yet to be seen, and mm-hmm. it's interesting, and the reason that Quibi is getting big names is because Jeffrey Katzenberg is the founder of Quibi, okay. and he's really powerful in Hollywood, so he's pulling a lot of favors from we, his high-profile actor friends. At the, the Say Awards. Awards. Oh, really? Yes. Newserski. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can see totally. why he's a suit. He was completely boring. Yeah, he oh, was. Oh, boy. Did he share his Diet Coke with you is the big question. All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on to something that I believe you probably read here on the Lori and Julia show, and that's the novel The Nightingale. Oh, we love oh, that book. Hannah Kristen Christian's, Hannah. Oh, Kristen I call her Hannah, Hannah Christensen. Kristen you call her Kristen Hannah. Hannah. Kristen Hannah. She's the best so movie. Oh. That's coming. It's a book. Yeah, I know. And it's going I to be that. a movie. And it's coming out on Christmas Day this year. Who's so, in it? It's people we know. But Ellen Dakota Fanning. Sisters. Playing the sister. Playing the sister. Oh, oh my it's going to be so good. So exciting. Yes, a coming of age story on the eve of World War II. That's amazing, amazing. Amazing book. Amazing. That'll be one. Uh, good. And they got the real life sisters. I love, I that. love that. All right. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you so much. All right. What's happening on the road? Okay. Well, we got a big backup happening. This is happening in Champlin, Highway 169. There's a traffic signal flashing red at 114th Avenue. MDOT saying that this is causing big traffic backups due to this flashing red light. They're reporting that they extend back to Highway 610 on northbound 169. So if you are around Highway 169 in Champlin, expect some major delays because of a blinking light. Near Minneapolis, 94 eastbound a crash from Franklin Avenue to Huron Boulevard. And in Minneapolis, 94 eastbound, a stalled vehicle blocking a lane that's right around Cedar Avenue to Riverside Avenue. In Mendota Heights, possible crash 35E northbound, that's around 494 to Highway 62. And near Forest Lake, 35 southbound, possible crash happening right around Highway 97 to Lake Drive. 
And in Lakeland, Highway 95 southbound, a crash from 11th Street to Interstate 94. And also at Dyna 62 eastbound, a crash from Tracy Avenue to Highway 100. Minneapolis 94 westbound, a crash from Hennepin Avenue to 3rd Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast brought to you by Johnsonville Rope Sausage. Partly cloudy 31 tonight. Partly cloudy 39 tomorrow. Looking at 50s for the weekend. But before we get to that, right now it's sunny and 33. Wherever you are, whenever you want. With the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand podcast right there in your pocket. Download today at MyTalk1071.com keyword app. Let's talk about sex and now to the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Cause that ain't gonna stop it. Now we talk about sex. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, people, the online dating numbers in February were really crazy and people theorize that it's people are trying to find somebody before the coronavirus. <laughs> Before the coronavirus (laughs) They want to get into relationships fast in case the virus affects things like dating and going out. The numbers were even bigger. And people who signed up in February for different online, they were asked. Serious. The coronavirus outbreak. People are worried the virus will affect things like casual dating, going out with friends and meeting people. So trying to lock something down before that happens. So that's, that's one little that's bit of news. That's absolutely hysterical. Now, so that led me to the question, do can do condoms protect you from coronavirus during oh, sex? My oh, my word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, well, you know, of course, condoms protect you from many things, but um, little is known, so little is known about it that... Uh, we'll just say that condoms are the safest bet to protecting yourself, but... Can it protect you from coronavirus? Okay, coronavirus is spread through respiratory... Person, but person to person. Okay, it's respiratory droplets, coughs, sneezes of infected individuals. Just like you can pass the flu or cold on. Like I know when I even have a hint of a cold, Casey wants me to sleep in another bedroom. Or he'll sleep in another bedroom because he doesn't want to get it. I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I feel the same way. Did you give us an answer about you, Lori? I want <laughs> you to, I want myself to sleep in another bed when I have it. When yeah. I'm self partnered. Yeah. Here's the thing. Um, epidemiologists are encouraging people to limit or avoid physical displays of affection. You know, so having sex with someone who has coronavirus or is some is someone is suspected of having it or has <laughs> traveled somewhere or is under quarantine <laughs> is certainly not certainly advised. Wanna, this would be a new thing. Not advised. Have you traveled outside the country? This right. will be instead of like, what's your sign? What do you do? Have you traveled outside of the country? Where have you traveled to? Invest in a snazzy sex toy and have some fun on your own. Oh, <laughs> That person gets better. Oh okay. Now this is a very interesting. That is very. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, this is a very interesting. I uh, it got my attention. Normally, I would maybe use this for a study of duh or a theory, but I happened to be catching up with psychology and marketing this weekend. Oh, good. And came across kind of an interesting story. Wink, wink, nod, nod. But it is about. They wanted to take a look at, um, it was Hebrew University, and they ID'd, they wanted to find out how do people, when it comes to Airbnb choices, decide where to stay. 
I could have told you this. Tell me what you think it is. When we're deciding what Airbnb, the the best looking one that we can afford, that's not in a neighborhood, like a neighborhood thing. Okay, but what if you're looking at a bunch of like good looking, cool looking places? How do you then decide? Guess how people decide? They look at the pictures of the hosts. Oh. They look at the pictures wow. of the host. <laughs> I've never done that once. Yes. Well, you're not booking a lot of Airbnbs, are you? I've had I've been to several, but I've never once thought of what the hosts look like. Yeah. People that really influences the attractiveness, <laughs> the handsomeness, the beauty <laughs> is what no makes No wonder why my cabin always sold out. Maybe people were looking we were never at your, in one picture. Okay, guests can have a hard they if they have a hard time telling if the place will be as nice and accommodating and as wonderful as they seem to in the pictures because we know pictures it's lie. Absolutely hysterical, isn't it? So this is when people turn then to the host and the picture of the host give guests a strong first impression of their trustworthiness and help them decide if they will rent or not. So what makes people, what is, what is it? This is what the research team looked at. They looked at... If they're clean. Well, they looked at over um, 600 Airbnb listings in Sweden, in Stockholm specifically. And the characteristics of the host have the strongest influence. If it's like a toss-up uh-huh. between a couple, an attractive host is viewed as more trustworthy. Women are more trustworthy than men. Mm-hmm. The older a host is, the more trustworthy they seem. Okay. And if the host is smiling in their photo, they appear more attractive and more trustworthy. And the image quality of the photo is everything. If it's a blurry image, no bueno, less attractive. And if you're interacting with other people, like showing on a dock or wherever it might be, it appear then it makes you look more trustworthy than just a photo of yourself. So if you're in a group showing, like you're right. out on a balcony right. or something like that, and um, so of uh, visual trustworthiness is king when it comes to Airbnb, and people who have a trustworthy reputation, they get higher prices. They have more frequent rentals than hosts with less trustworthy photos. So if you've got a property and you're Airbnb or VRBO. Attractive people get hired over those who don't. I mean, this has been a common thing. So people are looking at maybe a couple different houses or homes in the same area and they don't know which place to go with. They sound about the same. They're the same price. And they go and look at the pictures. Can I give people some advice, though? Yeah. If you're going with a large group of people to a VBRO or an yeah, Airbnb, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. you want to ask questions about sound. Because if you're in a highly residential people, I know people have gone to like Palm Springs and they have gotten yelled at because they're playing the music too loud. Or you, I mean, that's a big thing when you're with a large group and you kind of yeah. want to have music on and yeah. stuff. That's something to ask about. If it's yeah. a very, you know... How would you be able to trust your host? You've got to look at the picture of them and see if they're going to give you an honest answer. People lie. (laughs) People lie. Yes, they do. They do. And pictures lie. All right. What other sexy things? And pictures lie. Yeah, I was. Two for Tuesday. I was very. And maybe you you reported on this when I was in uh, on vacation. Did you talk about the BSS survey? 
the breast size satisfaction survey? Never once. It didn't come. Wait a minute. I think it came up when both of you were gone. Really? Yes, I do remember this. I haven't heard I about it. Holly just, talking about it. Well, give me the general. Yeah. This, this story is a no-brainer, but it was a global study of over 18,000. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And women, and it found that almost 50% wanted bigger boobs and 20% wanted smaller boobs. Um, and it was reported in the journal Body Image and covered by Psychology Today. And so the BSSS, the Breast Eye Satisfaction Survey, uh-huh. it was 100 international experts, 18,540 women in 40 countries. It is the largest study to date of women's breast self-image. And using photos, the women indicated the size of their current breasts, so they sure. would circle which breasts look like theirs. Yep. Um, and the size then that they would prefer them to be. And the difference between the two was taken as the measure of dissatisfaction. But what they did find out was that women who don't like their boobs are less likely to get mammograms and do self-exams. Really? Now that's sad. And they're also more likely to report lower self-esteem and happiness. And this was true across all 40 countries they studied and... The culturally ideal breast size has, of course, increased over time because of the advances that have been made in implants. Oh, yes. Um, And the main thing that surprised me about the BSSS, the Breast Size Satisfaction (laughs) Survey, is that more women want larger boobs than smaller boobs. Because to me, I've always heard more complaints from my bigger-breasted friends. But they don't have implants. No, but they would like them to be smaller. smaller. But for people who have smaller boobs, a lot of them want them to be bigger. Isn't that what you're saying the gist of the study was? No. Oh, I'm reading. More women wanted larger boobs than smaller boobs. That's just kind of the surprise for me because I always hear more women saying, eh, I'd give anything to be able to make these things be smaller. But maybe more Mm. people have bigger, maybe, you know, bigger, smaller boobs and bigger boobs. Yeah. So, it says it from the very first study because 50% want bigger boobs than smaller yeah. boobs. So anyway, I, I would just uh, I just thought it was kind of um, uh, unbelievable. So yeah, 50% want bigger, 20% want smaller, and I guess the, the other 30% are happy where they are. Which is us. Yeah. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's a real well, thing. thank you for it's a clarifying. Real, it's a so real when you thing. get BS, SSS, SSS, <laughs> it, 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 it asks to participate. Yes. You know, no. You, no, no, you're going to have to circle a picture. They're going to have big, full boobs. They're going to have flatsies. They're going to have long. Oh, yeah. They're going to have um, whatever. They, they they gave women like 10 choices of pictures of breasts. To have. All right. But the drawings of them. Okay. Yeah. So we know that that's happening. So we know. And now, I, and we've also helped the Airbnb. Yes, yeah. we have. Mm-hmm. And we've helped and the coronavirus people. That's right. And next week... Maybe we're going to have time because it is the middle. It'll it'll be the second week in March. 
we were going to go over some of the um, sexual compatibility of people and what you should be looking for. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just a little one-week tease. Oh, thank you. I hope teased. we could visit. We're going to get a lot of notes. People want to see that by tomorrow. We'll be right back. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun, follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I can't write one song that's not about you. Can't we? was weird there's something across the pond called the royal television society okay the patron is prince charles so they get to use royal yeah and guess who got their network presenter of the year from the royal television society Really? Emily? How weird is that? that? The royals at the top aren't talking. The people who manage the Royal Society. It's That's, Prince Charles. No, I mean, it's just the irony of it because weird. they were given their royal title in 1976. You have to appreciate the divine comedy of it that the yes. Royal Television Society, even though its patron is the future King of England, still awarded its top honors in journalism to the woman whose Ooh. interview brought down the brother. OMG. That I, is irony. There might have never yeah. been any love there. Well, just uh, the, he embarrassed the entire British royal family on national did, but television. But I can't believe that they're rewarding her for that. Well, why should she be well, not rewarded for doing a great job? It's the but it's coming from the royals. No, it's the Royal Television Society Awards. It's not coming from the royal. Okay. They got given that designation. They get to use royal. Since nineteen sixty six. Yeah, the Royals weren't voting on this. Yeah, oh, Julia. Yeah, the Royals right. weren't voting on it. But <laughs> But I thought no one else could use Royal. Exactly, season. Julia. Yeah, that's my point. But anyway, yeah, she I don't think Prince Andrew sent a congratulatory note, but she did her job. She showed up. She was she prepared. Did. And he was not very good at his job. No. Did not. He did not. And indeed. after she won, she thanked the prince. Uh, for allowing himself through the type of scrutiny that many politicians haven't and wouldn't. It actually wasn't about the royal. It was an interview for women watching around the world who were waiting to see if we'd ask the right questions at the right moment for things we needed answering. So she didn't name him by name. Wow, all right. So that was kind of good. But then the the son had a story about um, Prince Andrew uh, let the supermodel Caprice Barrette, she's a household name in the UK. I feel like she might have been in the Ladies of London. Patrice? Caprice. Oh, Caprice. Caprice. That he, when he was chasing after her, that one time when no one was home at Buckingham Palace, he let her sit on the Queen's throne. I would, too. I would, too. I mean, if you've got, your mom's the Queen and no one's home. She spotted a bowl she liked and asked Andrew if she could have it. Oh, for crying out loud. Now and, that's a bit much. And she claims, he said, sure, go ahead and take it. And she gave the bowl to her mom. Oh, she my word. Okay, but think of being a... And she ghosted Andrew because she wasn't interested in him. Caprice. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just platonic. Anyway, Buckingham Palace confirms Meghan and Prince Harry. Their last official royal engagement takes place next week alongside the Queen, yep. Prince William, and Kate Middleton. On Commonwealth Day. That's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the word is they're leaving Archie at home with Auntie Jessie Maroney. Yep. In Canada. And uh, so that's going to be that's going to be it. It's going to be an uncomfortable situation. Do you think so? I'd like to be a fly on that wall. Well, Absolutely. It'll be the first time they've appeared with the royal family since the Mexit Sussex mm-hmm. announcement in January. Yep. And their last before they quit royal life. Might be a little frosty. I think yeah. so. And supposedly she's going to the Met Gala with the uh, Vogue UK guy. That hasn't been conter- confirmed by yeah. him, but that would be... Um, That'd be kind of exciting, mm-hmm. you know. Anna Winter yeah, I would think like it's that. gonna. I think everything. Oh, of course she would like that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, so. Yes. Do you remember the name, the televangelist Jim Baker? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, he was the pioneer of Christian evangelism television, and um, Tammy Faye, you know, had all the mascara in her eyes. Anyway, he is selling a um bottle of cola dial silver that they are saying will within 12 hours um kill the coronavirus oh, oh stop no i'm dead serious john oliver had this on his oh, report last word. night it was hysterical so he's asking this woman who's got this bottle of mercury you know silver stuff liquid bottle and and what it can this do well absolutely it can kill the coronavirus in 12 hours oh, it's word. it's really quite funny um, but so there's going to, we're going to probably be seeing a lot of that kind of craziness. Oh, yeah. there. Don't yeah. fall for it. Here's something you can fall for. We watched the trailer. Donnie posted it today. <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross and Dakota Johnson. This movie's coming out in May. It's called The High Note. And it just looks like a, oh, it looks, she looks like she's playing like a Diana Ross character, Tracy Ellis Ross. And uh, the darling Dakota Johnson is her assistant. And this is from the same woman who gave us Late Night last year. Oh, the this, same director. And it looks so good. It's so Tracy Ellis is a, a legend. Legend, but she hasn't done an album in 10 years. And it's she wants to do another one. But the young Dakota Johnson wants to help her produce it. But she doesn't <sighs> have experience. Blah, blah. It looks starling. It looks, really, it looks so, really good. It looks so, so good. Yeah. And in shocking TV news, Courtney Cox is going to star in a star's horror comedy called Shining Veil. Of course, she, she did in Scream. in Scream. So there you go. Scream. She met a guy. The first one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Courtney got a TV show. Now we got a... We got to get stars again, Julia, so we I can know. watch Outlander. We're I missing know. some good stuff. So I'm the only one who's watching it now. Yes. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.